Let's talk about the Netflix show, The Watcher. I'm Darren. And I'm Catherine. This real estate, money, and marriage podcast. Catherine recently watched the Netflix show, The Watcher. I saw some people, what's it called when a show, it's not viral for a TV show. What's that called? Trendy. Popular show. Yeah, it's trendy. A trending show. I saw it getting popular, trending. It was in the top 10 for sure for a while on Netflix. But Catherine has some takeaways from it because it's a show about real estate, right? Give us a synopsis of what the show is. Okay. I'm going to try to not give away too many spoilers. No, we're going to spoil it. Let's spoil so it. yeah, okay. I guess that should be a spoiler alert. Don't listen to this episode if you want to watch the show and not be spoiled. Yeah. So there's the spoiler alert. Although I won't go into too much nitty gritty, but basically what happened in this show is kind of just this nightmare scenario where this family, this hardworking family buys their dream home and they have to really look in the couch cushions and they have to rob Peter to pay Paul. They really stretch to afford this house. It is, and if you've seen the show, you know it is an absolute dream home. Anyway, they move into it. It's based on a true story. Yes. They move into it, and then they start getting some weird, creepy letters. So that's the basic premise of the show. Real life story, true story, based on a true story in New Jersey. So Catherine has seven takeaways. What would you say from this? What would we call them? I would call them tips okay. on how to not end up like this family. Because I should say a little more. The letters keep coming. They get creepier. They start to get a little bit threatening. The family is scared. They end up, at least the wife and kids, they end up staying in a hotel for a few nights. Creepy things happen. They end up selling it eventually for a huge loss. So you don't want to end up like this family. And I'm going to give you seven tips on how not to. Okay. So tip number one. Tip number one is probably just the absolute most obvious one, whether they're in real estate or not, is probably thinking this as they're watching the show. And that's to research the area ahead of time. That means like watch the headlines, follow the hashtag, walk around, just really get to know the area in every possible way you can. And then kind of part two of that tip is to research the exact neighborhood once you actually get an offer accepted. So during the transaction, maybe knock on doors, definitely walk around the neighborhood, go there during the day, go there at night. Mm -hmm. um, just do what you can to check it out. Weekend. On the weekend. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a lot of buyers who will actually knock on doors of neighbors' houses during the transaction, but you could do that. Are you ready for tip number two? Yep. Tip number two, get some kind of security whether it's a ring doorbell, any kind of video doorbell, security system, et cetera. The couple in the show, they did that, and it didn't seem to make much of a difference, but well, might as well. Hashtag spoiler, the security guy was a problem. He was a suspect at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, check your Yelp reviews on your security people. But if you're just doing a ring doorbell, that's usually something okay. you put up on you. Yeah. Okay. Number um, three. Number three, ask why the sellers are moving. So when you're buying the house, you're going to ask your realtor, hey, why are the sellers moving? This is a beautiful house. Why would they ever leave? Mm -hmm. Just get that basic information. Number four is 
You just need to realize that neighborhoods can change and so can your neighbors. You might absolutely love your neighbors. You might do all this great research ahead of time. And then the next day or next month after you move in, your neighbors sell their house and then you get some horrible neighbors. Nothing you can do about that. So just be aware that could happen. Tip number five is to vet and make sure that you trust your realtor. The realtor in this show was so shady. <laughs> she was a character. I really like that actress. I forget her name. Jennifer, she was in Legally Blonde. Jennifer Coolidge. Got I, I was over. She did a great job. She was such a typical realtor, realtor, but like way shadier. I totally thought it was her at one point, but she did do some shady stuff. Number six. I think it's an important one. Know the disclosure laws and obligations in the state that you're buying in. So most people assume the sellers are required to disclose way more than they actually are. You are probably not a lawyer. So yeah, I can't expect you to know the exact laws. But if you want to know if someone was murdered in that house or something terrible happened, you should ask. Kind of a weird question, might make the other side feel uncomfortable, but that's just where the research comes in. Number seven, I think might be the most important one. Okay. And that is don't sink every penny into the house. Just in general, it's a horrible idea to put every penny of your net worth available to you into the house. But in this scenario, if you have to sell it at a loss because something goes horribly wrong, you should be able to afford that loss. Now, as part of the problem this couple had is they could have put it on the market, but they wouldn't have made their money back and they needed to make that money back. So they bought off a dream home that was too much. Yep. And then decided to update it. Yep. So they had no money. They put every single penny to their name into that house and then... They had to sell it. Somehow they were able to do that eventually. But in the real world, you'd really struggle to do that because if you were to sell it quickly, you'd have to somehow cover your costs to sell the house, which is typically about 8% of your sale price. And that's going to be a tricky thing to do if you don't have equity. And even if you do, it's your own money you put into it. And then the other thing is like this family stayed at a hotel for a while. That's an unexpected expense. So if something creepy like this happens to you and you want to stay at a hotel, might as well buy below your means so you have a little bit of money to do that. Yeah. Again, this was based on a true story. So you shouldn't have had to sell a home at a loss. So either they bought wrong, like they overpaid in the beginning. Did that ever come up? I don't know. Like I mostly just focused on the Netflix show. I did read a couple of articles. But did that come up in the show? Did they like... They overpaid for it because it did happen in the last decade. So was there any sort of conversation from that real estate agent? Well, the real estate agent brought them an offer. What about what they paid for it? Because I'm trying to, like, how were they so deep in the hole that they paid X number for it and then they still had to remodel it? Like, right. it seems like they bought really bad, too. They did buy really bad. Yeah, I think their problem was they, I think they didn't disclose what was going on. But even so, it wasn't going to sell for the price. Yeah, I think they did overpay. You're right. That is what happened. Their shady realtor told them there were two other offers. I don't think those other offers existed. Uh. They paid more than asking price. 
which is not always a mistake, but it definitely is. If you don't have to. If you don't have to. Don't. Yeah. So in the real world, you wouldn't pay a bump if you didn't have to. You do an escalation clause. You get to see the competing offer Mm -hmm. anyway. Lots of little mistakes. And I think if you follow those seven tips, you will be in a better, much better position than these sellers. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Money and Marriage Podcast with Catherine and Darren. And when you're ready, here's four things that you can do right now. Number one, make sure you're subscribed to this show, whether you're watching or listening. If you're watching, you can also click the like button, click the thumbs up button. Number two, if you're a first time homebuyer, get a free guide, seven costly mistakes homebuyers make. Visit costlymistakeshomebuyersmake.com. Number three, if you're selling your home, get access to our Get Sell Ready Guide and Checklist. It'll show you how to get your home ready without spending a fortune or wasting your nights and weekends updating and remodeling your home. Visit GetSellReady.com. And number four, start a smart moves conversation with us. Get clarity about what to do next. Get your questions answered, your concerns taken care of, and an action plan customized to your timeline. You can schedule a call with us at SmartMovesCall.com or start a chat with us. Visit M.me slash group.